0: It's a blessing to me that we should meet. I'd like to thank each in a seat and everybody on their feet. A poetry story began around 2003 with light speed, has us in the now live stream on Podbean. Hitting it off like 80s melodies from Aretha and Tina T. All about the R-E-S-P-E-C-T that allows one to listen and another to speak. If we seek... Can't we find the poet that's inside? Do you agree we should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme? How it can be a full page or just a few chat lines? You may be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time right now, we are live. Welcome, and good evening. I am your host, Naquell, and you are in the place, the Pod Poets Lounge. Thank you all for tuning in today, really appreciate it. Uh, and you already know this is the place where we have fun celebrating poets. That's the motto, and that's what it's about this evening. Um, happy that you could join us. Yeah, we're gonna get right into it because our guests tonight have been patiently waiting. Justin Patton and Lynn Denise are our dope poets that play this evening. Uh, Justin, originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's now based in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, He's a nationally touring spoken word artist, uh, blogger, author, a host, and founder of All Smiles LLC, the media company uh, that also produces live shows. Our other poet at play, Lynn Denise, is here. She is an entrepreneur. She's an author. We're going to talk a little bit about her book and work. She's a poet and a podcaster uh, from Philly. So, yes, let's welcome them to the show. Uh Uh-huh. How y'all feeling tonight? Feeling good, feeling good. All right, that's what I'm talking about. I'm feeling good, thank you for having me. Of course, it's an absolute pleasure. So thank y'all for accepting the invitation. I appreciate that. Um, Really is a delight for me to bring poets together. Um, So this is another, another joy for me, really, to have you two um, on the show and you guys don't know each other, do you? No, no. we're just meeting tonight. So you're kicking it for the first time. Um, that's what's up. The mission here is usually quite simple. I want us to relax, kick back and just chill. How does that sound?
1: That's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's cool, All man. Right. I'm,
2: I'm mm-hmm. good at chilling, so I can do that. All
0: right, let's how we word then. We're going to get right into Sport Trivia. Um, Sport Trivia, I'll explain how the game works. Um, I invite you to play along if you're here with us vibing live in the chat. Players are going to play two rounds of Sport Trivia tonight. They win by earning the most points at the end of the second round. The first place prize is to get their work featured in Spilled Ink, which is inside of the Ink magazine looking forward to uh, seeing who wins tonight who gets to take advantage of that we're going to start it off with the test question question is how do chickens motivate their kids is it a they egg them on is it b they get them excited or is it c crack them upside the head what are you thinking (laughs) i'm gonna go with a egg em on okay we've got a for justin and what do you think lynn What's your experience, Ben?
1: <laughs> I think it's A too. But for some reason I got okay. a it's something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a test question, so there actually is no incorrect answer for this. Egamon sounds good to me. Um, get him excited, could work too. And if it's just a little resistant, hey, might crack him upside the head. I'm not condoning it, but I can see it happening. This is what some of the questions might be like multiple choice. We have chosen areas that you guys wanted to uh, play in and you chose puzzles and you chose listening. There are other categories such as knowledge, uh, writing and word games. The puzzle game I've chosen for you guys this evening is guess it in a minute. I'll tell you what that is a little later. Tongue tangle battle is back and give and take. And for the listening category, it's going to be word count and write reverb. We can get started. Let's start with, um, guess it in a minute, which will be from the the puzzle category. So our players are going to be given a term. It's called the key term, and you have to guess the five related terms that are part of this key term that are associated or related to this key term and you have one minute to do so. So your points will double if you guess all five of the related terms. Now, some of these unknown terms that you're guessing, they could just be synonyms. Do you need a, a test or do you want to get right into it?
1: <laughs> uh, right
0: yeah, we can get right into it if we
1: do that, yeah.
0: Okay, let's get right into it. Here is your key term. A key term is spring break, and I'm going to give you one minute. And so Uh, terms
2: terms related to spring break or
0: is it words or phrases? It'll be words. All right. So let's see if this will give you a minute. And here we go. So you can tell me out loud what term. Sun. No. No. Beaches, bikinis, vacation. Vacation, uh-huh. Sex Uh uh
2: naked um
0: Keep going, nope. So far swimming. just vacation.
2: Flames. Um, beer, alcohol, drugs. No,
0: no. Oh man, what else did for spring break? Uh Okay. Time. <laughs> that was pretty that was that was pretty good. I think that was good because I think your guesses were really good. Was that pretty um,
2: good? We got one word. Was that
0: pretty good? <laughs> say, say, Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Yeah the, Yeah, I felt like the quality of the guesses were good, even though you got one. So here were the others. College. Ah. Uh party. Ah travel and florida
2: i can't believe i ain't saying no,
0: no, no.
1: and i said miami but i ain't think of florida. did you yeah i said miami uh, but
0: okay well so that's one point for justin but i i, I want to stay here though i want to stay here and give you guys um the next word and it's the key term it's yo-yo now i'm i'm gonna ask you to hold on before you start telling me the words, because whoever says the correct words first will get the points. I'm, I just have to listen closely. When I start the timer though, that's when I want you to uh, to go ahead, okay? So just bear with me.
1: Go. Stream. Kid. Yes, that's one. No. Up and down. Yes, you got both
0: of those.
2: Walk the dog. No. Cradle. Um,
0: no. Good guess.
1: Plast. Sleep.
0: No. She... Good guesses. Frugal. Around Colorful. the world. Toy. No. Toy. You got that.
1: Yes. Uh, Trank. Toy. Uh,
0: Close. You're
1: in the right area. Guess. Toy store.
0: In the right area. Toy. I'll give it to you. Toy. Lynn got it. And there's one more, but I think we are just up on time here. Spin.
1: Uh around. Spin
0: is the last one. I like that though. You got uh you got up and down in one shot. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was well done. That was well done, Lynn. Um, okay. We're tied up. It is uh, 3 3. And what do you say we do one more of these? Uh, actually, we'll do a couple more of these. Here we go. Your new keyword is downtown. So just yeah. let me queue up. You say, you downtown? Did
2: you say downtown?
0: Downtown. Mm-hmm. Okay. And time starts
1: now. City. Urban.
0: City and um, urban. Both of you got one here. Mm-hmm.
1: Skyscraper. Metropolitan. I uh, know. No. Nightlife. No. Um, Work.
2: Party. Um, Stores. Presidents.
0: Movies. Close. No.
2: Downtown. Uh, let's see. Buildings. Um.
0: Got about 30 seconds.
2: Um. um down. Um,
1: Roads heavily okay. populated. Business. business In,
0: okay. Food. Roads is helping you out, Boston. as well as when you said store earlier was helping you out. Public transit. Close. About Walking. 15 seconds.
2: Trains. Yeah. No. Um, well this ain't enough.
0: uh Um. Ooh all right that wraps up the minute that was a little a few
3: extra
0: extra seconds there yeah this was um downtown so the word go the word city shopping so when you touched on store you're very close um urban and when you said road um it was very close to main street so we have one more all right Guys are good. You guys are good. Here it is. Four-letter word. Snob. Okay.
1: Stuck up. Luxury. High society. High maintenance. Designer. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mean. Snob.
0: Angry. Jealous. Lady.
1: Um, okay. Okay. No, not yet Curse though. Clothes. bags. Oh, uh, uh, money, rich, Nevada. wealthy,
0: rich, uh-huh. uh huh,
1: lavish, uh, expensive.
0: Yes. Mm, okay. No, uh, on the right track.
1: Um, snob.
0: How the, how might they feel about themselves, guys?
2: Nose Insecure. confident, uh,
0: <laughs> cocky. It's, it's a c word. Uh Cased it? Yes, Lynn got it. Okay. Um uh, about nose in the air. What goes with that?
1: Nose mm-hmm. up Look down up, up, on people. Uh better than five seconds. Uh-huh.
0: Um mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good round. That was good. Um so bet did you say better than? You did, right? Very good, okay, you got that, man. Better. Um, so better, rich, uppity, uh, nose, conceited. I think you did say... Did you say nose in the air, Justin? I, yeah, I said nose in the air. Okay. So you would get that, too, for nose.
1: And I said right. rich. I say a rich, wealthy.
0: Mm-hmm. So... Y'all are tied right now at six points each. Okay. So let's move on to a different game. But that was very good. I got to say, that, that was really good. Very, very well played. Spring Break, Yo-Yo, Downtown, and Snob. Um, so how about we switch it up, though? Um, switch over to Tongue Tangle Battle. So, Tongue Tangle Battle is where you both are going to challenge each other to see who can say these tongue twisters. So, do you understand the game? Have you done this before, like tongue twisters? Like, she sells seashells, those kinds of tongue twisters. You familiar with them? Yeah, it's been a while. Well, I'll give you about 10 seconds to, to take a look at it first and then i'll ask you to go ahead and start doing the five times each and i'm really just listening for clarity so do we just say it one time or do we continue to repeat it five times each okay do it five times each so that's the word you've had i'm gonna go ahead and i'll start the timer it's about 10 seconds 10 and then at the end of the timer seven you go ahead and we'll start with um you uh, justin three
2: two one man cool down, down, man cool down calm down damn 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 man cool down calm down damn
0: all right that's pretty good uh you hit hit it off for me uh lynn you are up i'll go ahead and give you some time to uh just think it over in your head you know say it say it to yourself uh Ten. And then 9 and at the end of the eight, 10 seconds. 7. Just Go for six, it. 6. Now you might be able to do it four, faster than him. 3 and 2 You got all his words. 1
1: Man cool down calm down down. 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 All right.
0: That was a that was a good round. I think that was strong. Close. Justin got it, though. Justin just got that one. Yeah. So, all right. He steps into the lead with seven points. Well done, sir. And uh, I've got another one coming at you. And, Lynn, you'll have the opportunity to review this one and get first crack at it. I'm going to share it here. The words or the word phrase is 11 benevolent. Elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11, okay, I'm not going to try, I'm just going to start this timer, go ahead Lynn, you have 10, 10 seconds to uh, nine, check eight, out, 7, 6, Eleven. 5, benevolent 4, elephant. 3, 2, 1, Eleven
3: benevolent
0: evidence.
1: 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 <laughs> benevolent elephants. 11 yeah. benevolent elephants. 11 benevolent elephants. 11 benevolent elephants.
0: Eleven? All right.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good, though. That was good. I think um, you did well. Uh, you tripped up a little bit on the, the elephant. Um, but uh, overall, did your thing. Gonna start this timer for Justin. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
2: 11 benevolent, elephants. Benev- Eleven benevolent, elephants. Eleven benevolent elef- Elephant elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants. 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11
0: benevolent elephants. <laughs> All right, I think that's five. <laughs> oh boy that was close that was close I think Lynn got it just by a bit just by a bit and I I saw you laughing Justin we're not gonna understand it I can understand it and I think it 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 tripped you up a little bit too just laughing at it that was a good one that was a great one you guys are keeping it interesting here it's a very close game I'll do another one of these tongue tangles This one is six sticky skeletons, six sticky skeletons, sticks. I already said sticks. Okay. I'm not, that's why I'm hosting. Let's be clear about this. I should not attempt. Okay. So I'm going to start the timer here. And I think we had, um, Justin, uh, no, we had Lynn go first last time. So we'll have, uh, Justin, you can start this one off. Uh, all right. 10,
2: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sticks. Six, six, six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Six
0: sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Six Six. sticky skeletons. That's five. You got it. Nice man. Good recovery. Okay. Ten Ten seconds for you, Lynn. Eight, seven, six,
1: five, four, three,
0: two, one.
1: Six sticky skeletons, 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 six sticky skeletons. That's it,
0: man. Oh, my goodness. Say no more. You got it, queen. That one goes straight to Lynn Denise. Knocked it out of the park. Okay let's um do another one of these all right and then uh chat a little bit um this is gonna be the last one it is nine it's a long one nine nimble noblemen nibbling nuts nine nimble noblemen nibbling nuts
1: oh is gonna be <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right who who wants to uh volunteer to go first on this one?
1: I try since he went, you know, first time. Nine, eight, alright, mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. Appreciate six, that.
0: Five, okay. mm-hmm. four, three,
1: two, mm-hmm. one. Nine nimble noblemen nibbling nuts. 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 Nine nimble noblemen nibbling nut
0: all right that's it okay well done a little magic on it that. that was a little effortless for you huh okay all right justin Ten, nine your little timer nine,
3: seven six <laughs> five four three
2: two so
0: compete with that one. lynn come on now what are you doing to the man
2: Nine nimble, Nine, nimble Nine nimble noblemen nibbling nuts. 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 Nine nimble
0: noblemen nibbling nuts. Nine
1: nimble noblemen nibbling nuts.
0: All right. He did <laughs> I, think, good. I think, yeah, I feel like this was a very close one. Um, and I can't even call it. I can't even call it so we we might have to just weigh this one a little bit uh in the court of the pod poet's lounge so you think he had the speed and i think i counted six so even though you you know you tripped up on the last few of the last one the last attempt i think you may have done six instead of five um but here we are yeah so lynn you thought the speed was faster i mean i could be wrong okay all right so I I like this. I like weighing it out and I'm going to lean towards Lynn and I'm going to give it to Justin because like I said, sometimes when I do this, I like, I only have two ears, but if I could have more ears additional, it'd be great for something like this. Um, And sometimes the folks in the chat will help me to determine, you know, who gets it so lynn you were you were kind of the guest and you were my support system with the does that make sense how you helped me out with this Mm -hmm. all right so appreciate that puts you lynn at eight points and uh justin also at eight points i want to shift a little bit though um to talk a little bit about what you guys do how you got into what you do the different facets and the many things that you you get into, but we'll um, we'll start out, I guess, real simply with how your day's going. You know what's what's on your mind. Uh, okay,
2: I'll kick it. Um, let me see. The day's going well so far. It's um, let me see. It's uh, Sunday, so coming out the holidays. I've been down for well at least like uh before the weekend and probably like the last mm-hmm. week i've been down a little sickness or whatever whatever it okay. is i don't know um so around, getting, so getting back to it got out was able to get out and work out yesterday uh for awesome. the first minute so um so yeah i'm feeling good, good just uh, kicking it with my wife spending time and uh yes and, yeah. yes
0: it's a beautiful thing man happy that you um you recovered uh that's what's up feeling like yourself doing your thing um what's going on with you uh lynn what's on your mind how's your day going
1: um i'm with him i think i was a little under the weather like um you know i feel better now okay but um you know
0: did you have to do something did you how did how did you get better did you drink some tea
1: how did you do it I actually took some day quill and night quill religiously for like since friday okay uh, okay get and the then job i done. finally right. got up you know and i got some coffee i ate something i did go out but i didn't like really have an appetite and then i got up okay. and got some tea and then okay. i finally was able to like get up and move around but i had to make myself mm-hmm. get up i finally did take something oh okay and you know hydrate myself
0: yes absolutely important for real hydrating myself right now um yeah similarly um just kind of moving through the day uh had a chance to kick it with a friend of mine um today just before the show um I wanted to know what is your poetry origin story uh like let's say with you Lynn how did you get started in in poetry
1: um I would say my story is probably through school because you know in school Okay. It's something mm-hmm. that they make you do. Like if you take mm-hmm. English, they kind of, you know, say, "Oh, write a poem about this." Or I suppose that like, you learn different types of poetry. Uh-huh. And at right. some point find out that you can write. I mean, you might have been writing sentences before that, but uh, you, but Mm-hmm. You didn't know uh, What type, like sonnets or haikus Like I yes. can remember My earliest memory is probably like The teacher saying, write a haiku about yourself Okay, okay Clap your hands You know, seven syllables Okay like something like that
0: And how about um, How about you, Justin?
1: Oh.
0: What does your origin poetry story look like?
2: um golly okay so i don't want to i don't want to start rambling so i apologize if it sounds like that but uh (laughs) are um, you good (laughs) so so it was probably like um i mean i'd always like kind of written poetry whenever i was like feeling something or like going through something um Mm -hmm. usually like depressing then i would just write that would help me and so uh, i was going through those times probably back in like like back in like 2008, 2009, I uh, had a lot going on in my <laughs> life. And so I was writing a lot and I was I living downtown at the time. And uh, I had one of my friends come over, uh, one of my friends from college. And uh, and I just had like all my notebooks and stuff just kind of like laying around. And he was <laughs> like, oh man, I didn't know you wrote poetry. And I'm like, yeah, you know, every now and then whenever, you know, I feel like it or whatever. And, mm-hmm.
3: uh,
2: and so maybe like a couple months after that. Uh, he hit me up and was like, yo man, I got a friend who is putting on a poetry show and everybody who said they were gonna perform say they were gonna perform bailed on him, so will you come and you know spit some of your poems or whatever. And I'm like, Alright, that's cool. And he was telling me the show was like the day of. So I wrote something while I was at work and tried to memorize it, whatever. Man. And um and so I got on stage that night and like I said, I thought I had it memorized or whatever, but I got on stage and forgot everything. I somehow okay. the poem, but I felt like I made an ass out of myself. Um, <laughs> and so that was like my first time on stage. But but I knew I could write. I knew I could write, and I wanted to get back on stage, but I didn't get back on stage to like maybe like almost two years after yeah. that. Like in between that time. I had okay. found, um you know my mom was going through uh mm-hmm. going through my house and like you know how like your mom be cleaning stuff up and you know mm-hmm. she, once you leave the house or whatever try to give you all your oh, shit that you don't want or whatever so um so she had given me like all this stuff like from when i was in like middle school or whatever and then mm-hmm. i found like these two poetry books that i had turned in poems i guess i typed up and over uh-huh. and uh i tied them together on the ends with shoelaces and that's what i turned into my teacher
0: made and, it official okay
2: <laughs> and i went through those and i'm like damn these are pretty good I googled, yeah. I googled the poems to see like if they were already written just to make sure i had written them because i thought they were pretty good <laughs> like, you know, like a and so, uh, and so after
3: things. that i'm like man i've been doing this let me, mm. let me try to write and get back on stage
2: and, and see what i can mm-hmm. do and so I just uh, mm. hit in open mics after that and you know yeah. it, uh, it's grown into a business now so
0: no doubt um and that business that you mentioned would that be all smiles
2: Yeah yeah it's uh, all okay. smiles so that's pretty much like the media company that just houses my work uh okay. my book, the podcasts the, the shows that we do the hosting gigs and performance like that so so yeah
0: That's what's up um so Fast forward to now, after this sort of being the background and, and how you, you're, you, you've been crafted as a poet, how would you describe your poetic style in three words? Uh,
2: my performance style in three words, I would say...
0: <clears throat> not performance, not performance, poetic style.
2: Well, even the style itself, I'm going to say that it's performative.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll say that and I see that with you.
2: I'll say performative. I'll say authentic. Because, okay. say I want to explain right now. Performative, <laughs> authentic, and... motivational Mm. Uh, not only not only only for like the audience because you know it's not always like i'm writing like motivational stuff but like uh Mm -hmm. but just just for me to write it and get it out sometimes uh it just motivates me to do more so i said i wasn't gonna explain then i started explaining but yeah (laughs)
0: well the explanation is good and um it really gives color and context to you know, the question that I asked to help us understand you. I, I when I see you perform as well, I, I like performative. I, I see that. I definitely see that, um, uh, your movement. Um, you, you have, a, a sort of like na- a natural animation about you. Um, that's woven into your cadence. Uh, so it, it comes in, 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 the delivery. Um, I want to ask that same question to you, Lynn, when you think about yourself and how you've developed, um, uh, what would you describe as your poetic style? And say three uh, three words.
1: Um, expressive.
3: Okay. I've mm-hmm.
1: Collected
0: and um, deep. Okay. When you say expressive, can you elaborate on that? Just a bit.
1: I would say probably expressive because um, I feel that sometimes my poetry say what others are thinking.
0: Ah, okay. I've got you. Thank you. Um, and it's interesting that you touch on that, um, how poetry and its relationship. To how people connect, right, and and communicate, whether we're giving or receiving, I have this question for the both of you. Um, so, Lynn, what is one of your favorite things about sharing your art uh, with others?
1: Their reaction.
0: Are you? Do you find yourself looking for a particular reaction? Yes, because I believe that
1: there is. Um, a such thing as expectation and reality Um, I believe that we all could think that mm-hmm. we're the bomb we all should you know you'd be like yeah man I'm, my work is dope <laughs> but I think it's mm-hmm. something different when somebody gives you that same energy or response mm-hmm. wow that was really dope or touching you know okay. you may get yeah. a lot of different things from the crowd
0: how about you um, Justin same question.
2: I'ma say making that connection. And it can be made like uh, in a different in different ways, especially you know, obviously when you're performing and you in the zone, like you in it, you with a good mm-hmm. crowd, the audience is into it and they're hanging on to every word. There's like yeah. a like same as a even though it's you performing, it's a conversation, like a back and forth that's happening. Like you giving yeah. it to them. And they giving you the energy right back but that connection is also made in writing sometimes where sometimes if you write and you get in the zone and you be like okay i know that's gonna hit or mm-hmm. or you just write something and you might not even want to perform it but it, you, you just write something that you feel close to uh yeah. you can make that connection there and then even after the performance if, if someone comes up to you and it's like yo i really felt that or you know i've been thinking the same thing any type of connection like that is, is to me. Yeah. Like, that's what it's all about.
0: No doubt. I can dig it. Do um, either one of you have a, a poem ready that you might be able to share?
1: Right now? <laughs> all right. All right, I'm starting now. Have you ever been accused of doing too much? When you walk into a room, do people instantly gravitate to you? People are attracted to your light. Kind of like how bugs are attracted to light bulbs. They just can't look away. All of a sudden, you start to hear people whispering this shit. Then somebody says, who or sh- who does he or she think she is? I am the shit that is. The sugar honey iced tea that you love getting from your favorite fast food place. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not you. It's them. Jealousy is a hard treat to hide because no matter how hard you try, it always finds a way to make an appearance. As a matter of fact, doing too much is what I specialize in. It's the simple fact that I know that when I arrive, the party is just getting started. (laughs) I can tell that you have not been happy with yourself for a very long time. It is evident that you have not matured enough to understand that it takes a humble soul to realize when the flowers don't grow anymore. Your sunlight mm. has stop shining and everyone is starting to notice but you maybe one day I'll teach you how to do too much and show you why I stop my feet and clap my hands every time the Lord blesses me
0: mm. the end mm, mm, mm. yeah yeah that's right <laughs> oh you mean sometimes people are know just oh blessed you are or or just so much you appreciate your blessings, um, and then sort of like that's what energizes you. That's what fuels you, is the kind of life you live. What inspired that piece, Lynn? And thank you for sharing that, by the way.
1: Um, no problem. For me, I mean, we talked about, you know, this prior, but I think, like, when you have a big energy, or big mm-hmm. personality yeah. you know you may have people or heard other people tell people like oh they doing too much
3: mm-hmm. and then
1: you know um or you get the compliment I wish I could be like you <clears throat> and sometimes you have to ask yourself are they like hating or whatever but I just know that when people gravitate to you you know when you walk in a room I know for sure the party has just begun. So to me, just thinking of that mm-hmm. is what inspired that.
0: Okay. can dig it. I liked, um, what did you think of that piece, Justin? Um, you get your input on it.
2: Uh, I like that piece. It made me think, um, you know, when you were talking about how, like, people would tell people, like, they doing too much. Mhm, it's like, it's sometimes it's almost like people telling somebody else to turn their light down. Mm. It's like, a, you know, people got to be themselves, people got to be who they are, no matter how big that might be, or a little that might feel somebody else, or mm. how you might, you know, even if it's not your, even if it's not your thing, you still got to let that person be. So I like the perspective. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Okay. She um, he, as as he he mentioned he mentioned light. I think he had a line in the beginning, right? Attracted to attracted to your light. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, people could be attracted. Mm-hmm. I also like the line where you mentioned um, humble humble soul to realize. I Forget what you said after that. But humble soul to realize things don't grow no more. Something like that. Yes,
1: it's, I said, you know, it takes a humble soul to realize when the flowers don't grow anymore, and. Mm. Ultimately, like what I mean about that is, is that um I'm to me I'm speaking about depression. Like I think that oh, okay. when somebody's depressed, there's yeah. something that, that part of you is like dying or wilting. And you yes. know, in order to come out of that, whether that may be medication, you know, that may be something that wakes the flowers up again. Um, But I feel like you have to recognize that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that, definitely. And I just thought how deep it was and that that was one of the words you used to describe your style. (laughs) Um, So I think you have a piece for us, right, Justin? Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, I got something for us.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Do this right. whenever you're ready
2: let me see there's something that i just wrote that i haven't revisited so i'm not sure how it's gonna come out but whatever we'll see right. so this is a black love poem all right if you've spent time in america you're probably under the impression that white people hate black people that's not the case It's actually quite the opposite. White people love everything about black people, not just our culture, not just our style, not just our dialect, but literally everything black. Anytime white people wanna exhibit their highest form of prestige, from ballrooms to funerals, they're always wearing black. From football fields to basketball courts, I've never seen white men get more excited about anything like the gleam in their blue-green eyes when they watch sweaty black men play with big brown balls. White men love objects that are long and black or brown. What makes a white man feel more superior than when he's riding in the shiniest, blackest, longest limo he can find? Or when he wants to feel like a boss, what makes him feel better than sucking the life out of a thick, long brown cigar, if only the inhalation could give him a teaspoon of pigment. You might have been taught through through subliminal messaging that your black skin is hated, but you were never taught how white people spend hours in the sun or in tanning salons risking skin cancer, hoping their red sunburns somehow turn to black skin the lip Mm. injections, the butt injections, original soul music. Imitation has always been the highest form of flattery. Even white Jesus died at the hands of a brown phallus, some call a cross. Because ultimately it's the black and brown reproductive organs that produce color that eradicates white. So white people created long black barrels known as guns to eradicate you. Consequently, the only way to mend this tumultuous relationship between black and white is for all black people to bend together and have sex with as many white people as possible before they all shoot us down. And that's my poem about black love.
1: had to be one of the dopest poems i've heard in life (laughs) don't don't hide me lynn
0: don't hide me that poem took me places it It took me places man i
1: was like first of all that's not the black love i was thinking about (laughs) (laughs) it's not the black love most people are thinking about
0: yeah i like the play on that i like that play on that um it's the love of black things. It's not the, the black love that we've popularized today when we're talking about black people in relationships with one another.
1: Hey, hey Justin, you know what? When wow. <laughs> we get off of here, right? We got to talk because I actually just finished the English 2 class and I just read two poems, right? Where they actually talked about the opposite. Where they talked about like the same, kind of the same premise about like what if you know things were all black and all you know all black uh yeah they both did and it was kind of the same premise but it wasn't like that but it was like the same kind of thing. <laughs> okay that's that's interesting yeah. i want to
2: hear i want to hear the poems you read
1: yeah so i had to touch base with you to let you hear them because it was just you know that's kind of where they were going
2: okay okay
0: yeah, very interesting for sure. Um, I love I love when poets connect, yo. <laughs> I really do. It's one of my favorite things to see happen on the show. Um, so your poem was was deep. It was it was definitely heavy uh, for different reasons. You know what I mean. Um, you made me think about the book, the Delectable Negro, as you you, you went into the 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 fascination and obsession uh, that white. Um, Predominantly white men I want to say As far as what's been in the books that I've read um, Are Caught up in And the way that all manifests So I I saw how you touched on that You you mentioned the sweaty bodies and um, You crafted that uh, Nicely man I I caught those notes in the poem You also made me think about uh, Francis Cress Welsing um, ISIS papers So You had a lot of things for me that really resonated with some of the things I've come or information I've come across. And I really appreciated the stitching together too, of, of the different thoughts and, and I- ideas around uh, racism, how racism works, the way we see it manifests in our subconscious, even though it's right in our faces, but the archetypal ways, the subconscious ways we are pulled by the strings of our circumstance, which is that we've, and I'm saying we, 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 but the evidence for the domination of of non-white people uh, by those who consider themselves white um, really plays out. I thought you captured it well, man. I, nice piece, nice, nice poem, bro. Uh, Thank you,
3: man.
2: The I'm last
0: part, though. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead.
2: What were you about to say?
0: Yeah, that last part was what. <laughs> that was a twist for me. Is 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 to have sex with as many white people as we can before before I guess before something happens, you said right? Before
2: before they shoot us off.
0: Before they shoot us off. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting thing to ponder. I didn't see that coming though.
2: But it's funny that you mentioned Ice paper because that was like yeah. That's like the inspiration behind the whole piece. Like after okay. reading after reading those things and as she's mm. talking about like the subconscious the subconscious mm-hmm subliminal messaging is there but Mm -hmm. it's never really brought to light i mean you know malcolm x talked about this stuff like when he was giving his speeches he would talk about how like white people would like stay in tanning salons and stay in the sun just to get their skin darker but i think she takes it even deeper when she's talking about like like this like she's talking about sports and. How the, the sports that black men dominate are, are big brown balls, but sports that white men dominate is like a small little golf ball. I don't, just just right. weird stuff that like normal people wouldn't put together. But but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's like taboo to talk about on podcast. I don't want to get you. I don't want to get you canceled before you know, pod- I mean, before you make it big. So I don't even know.
0: well, my podcast is is for poets. And you're a poet I've invited you on uh, And there's a portion of the show Where we just have conversation And um, you can spit your your poem about What's on your mind It could be as long or as short as you want I've had conversations like this on my podcast I like having these kinds of conversations um, it, it, it To me it, it breaks through Think of it You ever put a, a, a spoonful of something good in your mouth Like it's a little crunchy It's a little sweet There's a little bit of acid in there bup, 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 bup. It's so, uh, what what I'm saying is, you are good. You are good. In fact, I, 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 like, okay. venti- I like ventilating the, the, these these subjects uh, for sure when I have the opportunity to. Um, but yeah, it's it's about balance. Um, at the end of the day, I, I felt like that piece was was really dope. I, I, I saw where it was coming from. I saw the connections. I, I always think it's, it's it's commendable when when poets are willing to do that, like talk about these things, um, bring their their philosophy as well uh into their art um bring their you know their their vision of how the world can be into their art uh, and their, their expression so i'm i'm all for it and i appreciated that very much the explanation the breaking down and just sharing that piece for real thank you sir
3: thank you all for your yeah.
2: feedback i haven't uh that's that's the first time i've, I've shared that with people and so i haven't taken it to the stage yet so Thank both of y'all
3: for
0: giving me confidence to take it from the page to somewhere else. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I could definitely talk to you more though about this. It's a, <laughs> it's something I could go into even more with you about. Uh, like I said, especially the last part of that piece. <laughs> I think that's another, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, yeah. but, but definitely my big up y'all respect for that one there. Um, yeah, so, so switching gears a little bit. I had another question. Um, it's about... Completely different. It's about your biggest failure and what you learned from it. Lynn, question for you. Your biggest failure and what you learned from it. Um, I think it's real
1: personal, but
0: as whatever you feel comfortable sharing. You
1: know what? No, listen. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. Um, I think my biggest failure was probably, like, repeating the same cycle that my mom did because my mom had me young, right? Like, at 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And while I didn't have my daughter at 13, 14... Um, I didn't know my dad because my dad was older than my mom and so being as though like I wasn't probably married or something like that and Uh I didn't have a relationship with her dad Uh she does not have one with him and I think that was probably my biggest failure um I would say what I learned from it was probably Uh providing for her so that that part is not a void. I mean, you know. Okay. Of course. My hope is for her to have a relationship one day. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like not to make her feel like you know, she loses anything. I know that they say like a two-parent home is the only way to raise a kid and things like mm-hmm. that. But, um But you do what you could do.
0: Right, Because
1: right. you got people that got two parent homes are still a lot free. of dysfunction.
0: Oh yes, oh yes. yes,
2: absolutely.
0: Yep. Okay, I appreciate that, uh, Lynn. And uh, when you think about that for yourself, uh, Justin, um, I'm not exactly sure how old you are, but just when you think up until now, challenges that you've come across, what's been the biggest uh, failure, and what did you learn from it?
2: Uh, so before I answer this, Nicole, if you don't mind, I want to uh, touch mm-hmm. on uh, touch on what Lynn was just talking about. Sure. Yes. Um, just because my wife is pregnant right now.
0: And okay.
2: So I have a Congratulations, whole-
0: Congratulations, different- by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I
2: appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, and, and I mean, was about to pop. I mean, we're getting pretty close. But like just being there with her through the journey of- hmm a woman being pregnant and I mean both of my let me give this context both of my sisters are single mothers so like I've seen it like you know like I've seen women raise children and you know it's just fine but like seeing her just being there with her like every step of the way like from you know when we first found out she was pregnant up until now I can't imagine her having to like i mean i mean i'm sure like i'm probably over like overplaying my part in it because she's having the baby but i can't imagine like me not being around to help her with mm. certain things or like just for her to go through the pregnancy alone i think that would mm. that would be hard and not saying that you did or or whatever but it's just like a whole like i said we haven't even had the baby yet but i already have a whole different respect for What women have to go through to carry a child, but at the same time, still keep your life going in the process. Like, I'm sure in a perfect world, you would want to just sit back, be pregnant, let everybody else take care of everything, but you know, that's not always the case. So, I just want to commend you for just raising your daughter and continue doing that because women are aliens.
0: Well, I, I, I agree with you, man. I, I think that we should uplift our women. And sometimes we, we don't really recognize how much they do. And we do take them for granted. Uh, no question. So I, I always love and appreciate when, when brothers see that, when others see that. Um, and they, they go about their business of, um, of encouraging and empowering our women. They are vital. So rock on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? um,
2: Yeah. So to answer your question, I was Mm -hmm. very, um, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's necessarily, well, I consider it a failure, but so I used to, I used to quit a lot of things, like uh, first, like the first thing I quit kind of early on in life was soccer. I was really good at soccer, but. I quit because I want to play basketball because basketball players got chicks and I'm like, I want to be cool. Okay. But you know, that's not always, you know, the best decision. Um, um, mm-hmm. so even like like starting that process, um, I in college I wanted to I wanted to be a I wanted to be a music executive. That was my thing. So I got an internship with the radio station and I quit after a couple of weeks just because I wasn't 21 and they wouldn't let me into a party that I helped set up for. I thought it was—I mean, which is which is like you know they want to protect themselves legally, so of course they don't want me in there. But to me that was like what the heck. And I remember like I couldn't get in the party. I went home that night and I quit the internship. Mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to be—I uh, wanted to be a, a basketball head coach. You know that was my dream at one point. So. I was a manager, I became manager of the basketball team in Georgia State, and I quit that just okay. because I had to wash, just because I had to wash the basketball players' clothes. I'm like, oh, I'm, mm. for some reason I thought like I was like beneath me or something. And I'm like, oh, I can't do yeah. that. That was like my pushing point. I hadn't like, it's not like I had achieved anything in life to that point. Like, I don't know why I wasn't mm. willing to do that. So it's just like little things that I've quit in life that have kind of stuck with mm-hmm. me. But what I learned from that was mm-hmm. now I'm like more adamant about sticking things out no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even, even poetry, like performing, being an artist, mm-hmm. it has its ups and downs, but mm-hmm. I want to be consistent, I want to be persistent. So I continue at it and I'm adamant about not quitting through whatever's going mm-hmm. on in my life. I want to continue getting better and continue being the best spoken word artist that I can be. Even you know, in my relationship, like it's gotten hard at times. Me and my wife have gone through it, but I'm adamant about like trying to figure out a way to make it work for both of us. Not, yeah. just, not just for it to work, but for us to thrive. I want to figure out how to yeah. continuously make the relationship better and not be so quick to give up. And so, yeah. uh, so you know, that's my thing now
0: that's a great thing man it really really is it does take work our relationships do take work uh, as you as you clearly stated man so that's good to hear for sure man um, I, I can relate you know I've, I've been at points myself my own breaking points um, and had to just really reflect and re- and think about why I was in a situation where I was in that I had put myself in to be honest about that. And then decide where, where, where I wanted to go next, you know, what my next move is going to be and be very intentional about about that move. And one of those things that happened with me is, um, you know, just to share a little bit about myself is some some relationships in, in my personal life um, were getting fractured. And I could see the fractures. And some of it was just because of uh, it's not quite tunnel vision because um, you can see what's going on around you. But. To some extent, you're kind of caught up in, in what is going on more so with yourself. And so those around you, uh, around me, uh, suffer because of it. But I've acknowledged, recognized that, and definitely make those steps towards healing those uh, fractures. And I think that's an important thing for sure. Um, you know, in what you said and, and what we got to learn from these experiences is, uh, is what we do differently. Um and 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 taking that time to see okay where we can we can improve and, and learn um I wanted to want to ask you Lynn, a little bit about your uh your businesses and for you to just tell us a little bit about your podcast as well that you started and let folks know where they can uh find you and check out the podcast
1: yeah, so currently um I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, one is my book, which I started. You know, uh, Kissed by Red Publishing LLC in February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the project had started before that, but you know, by the time the pandemic rolled around, which is right before the pandemic, um, mm-hmm. it may appear that it just rolled out like, "Oh, this was a pandemic thing," which it wasn't, um, because that was the time that everybody took to. Figure out what they like to actually do. Um, the other part of that is oh, and the book is called "Dark Past and Bright Future," and it's a collection of short stories about people who um, experienced trauma and how mm-hmm. they got past their dark point and found their bright future. Right? The mm-hmm. second, which was my first original business, was Maverick Six Business Consulting which is a business management consultant firm. And when we first started, it was more or less like I want to help small business owners create systems or, you know, uh, build systems within their uh, businesses. Because I always Mm -hmm. assumed that like uh, in the past before being a business owner, I believe that poor management comes from not having systems or effective systems. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, I've moved into more customer service because I think that that's where uh, the help is needed. Most
0: gotcha, awesome. Um, What's the um website for Maverick 6? See, I think I it's Maverick 6, right? Um, Maverick mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. dot com. it's okay.
1: www dot maverick m-a-v-e-r-i-c-k s-i-x dot com and the book dark past and bright future is www dot k-i-s-s by b-y-r-e-d publishing t-u-b l-i-s-h-i-n-g dot com
0: alright great and can you tell us a bit about the podcast as well
1: Yes, yeah, so after being on not Clothes, uh pod poet lounge, I actually did more research about uh podcasts. You know, wondering like if I wanted to do a video one, which I think is more new and recent, but I wanted to keep it classic and do more um audio because I thought mm-hmm. it gave the radio vibe.
3: Um, mm-hmm. so
1: vibe, okay. mm-hmm. you know, and I think you get more imagery when you're listening to something because you're yeah. wondering what they're doing. Um, you know, what is their reaction? And, and then I think you have to use more senses mm. when you're listening to something. And you take away, see, now I think with visuals, you have to listen and you have to look. So that just is my view on it. But it's called on the sense of business. And the reason why I chose that name is because I felt like when somebody is a new business owner or they're, you know, uh, existing, but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: strictly for new business owners, most people are on the fence with starting the business. Should I start one? Why should I start one? You know, they Mm -hmm. go and do all this research before they actually do it. Now it's like, mm-hmm. do I have the finances to do it? So there's a lot of on the fence with decisions. Yeah. And I feel question. like um, that same thing spills into people who are existing business owners. Like, there's yeah. a lot of on the fence with decisions. Should we close? You know, especially the pandemic. Should we close? Should we stay open? Um, can we afford to stay open? And I think the last part of that is um, definitely... <clears throat> pardon me. Um, mm-hmm. I think the last part of that is is that at any point, you could be back on that fence where you started.
0: Very good points here. So these are the kind of conversations um, that you're having with your guests, and when does it come on?
1: Well, I actually was doing it on Thursdays weekly, and then I actually um, ended with the last episode, actually last Thursday, and I got actually eight episodes to date. Okay. Um, but from okay. one through six, I actually interviewed various um entrepreneurs from mm-hmm. all different types of uh, you know, industries. My mm-hmm. first guest initially, my first guest initially is a graphic designer. Um, my second okay. guest, you know, was an insurance adjuster, like public adjuster. My third one was a web designer artist. Um okay. the fourth actually is a therapist and he helps people get medical marijuana cards because he believes it's Uh. a gateway to healing uh five he wrote a book and he's a real estate agent okay um six actually is a female which is our only female guest who actually had two locations that were eyeglass ophthalmologist clinic okay and she had been doing it since high school um my last like probably last few episodes were just individual episodes with just me and one was talking about uh like follow-up you know the intake ah okay to having one and then mm-hmm. loyalty programs and my closing one was talking about reviews and just kind of where i'm going with 2022. Um, i do have okay, a couple that okay. lined up you know mm-hmm.
0: up. So. it sounds very exciting like something folks should absolutely be tuning into if they want to learn about starting a business and they have those kinds of questions, if they're trying to pivot in an existing business and they have these types of questions and need direction. Um, just tell us real quick, how long have um, you been providing these services?
1: Um, actually since 2019, June of 2019. Um, okay. Actually prior to that, but I, I would say more or less uh, legitimizing it. Um, that's what, you know, I decided to actually go through with it. Like okay. I had a, I guess, fork in the road and I had to just make that decision, like on the mm-hmm. physical business side. Uh, that yes. Had to come that's to a <laughs> part where I had to um, decide what my mm-hmm. next move was going to be. And that's mm-hmm. really actually where I felt like I had to go ahead and just mm-hmm. go in and do what I was going to do. And something yeah. unique about the show before I move on is one mm-hmm. of the questions that I always ask all the guests is what is something about either business or in life that they were on the fence on? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it get people hung up a little bit. Some people can answer, but usually there's a little thought that's put into it.
0: Gotcha. That's, um, I think, just shows the passion that you have um, for doing this um, and, and giving business owners uh, an opportunity to to reflect it sounds like a great show um it really does and it, it's it's right here as well It's hosted uh, on Podbean, uh which is our home hosting podcast uh, network as well um and i just salute uh as well you know congratulations um just much encouragement for the podcast as it continues to grow yeah i know you'll be helping out a lot of people um uh, so for you that are listening make sure you check it out um I wanna. We have a good amount of time left that we're gonna be able to get the next round in. Um, but Justin, you are doing some other things off stage that I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about. Um, you're so dynamic, man. So you, you host as well. I, I I was I was reading your bio and I was like, oh my gosh, how old is this brother? Um, you are just already like so energetic and doing quite a bit. You host at the Urban Grind Coffee House. Um, question about that. How do you keep your hosting skills sharp? And what is one of your audience pet peeves?
2: <laughs> um, okay. So I'm, I am the host at Urban Grind, but they have shut down their live shows, Okay, um, which they started that, uh, early kind of March, 2020. So I hosted, um, every other Thursday, I hosted their online open mic throughout the week. Okay. And then, uh, and then I have a show that I do uh, that's live. It's called Soul Therapy Poetry Show, uh, which I host as well. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to hosting, uh, I like it because it's it's kind of more, really, well, you asked me how I get my hosting, how I keep my hosting skills sharp. Yeah. Really the only way to do that is to continue doing it. So it's like the more you do it, the more you know what to expect. And then I've hosted a lot of different type of shows, so um, that's given me a lot of experience, but I like it because you kind of, as to when I'm performing, you know, I go on stage and I know what I'm gonna say for the most part. I don't always know how it's gonna go, but I know what I'm gonna say. I know the stories I'm gonna tell. But when it comes to hosting, it's like, you know, you go up there with with what you have, but you have to take a lot as it comes. and. Yeah, so it happens in the room. You try to capture that and and put that into whatever you're doing.
0: The experience.
2: So to, answer, so to answer your question, the only way that I know to keep my skills sharp is to just continue doing it. Um, All right. And, and luckily, I've I've been able to I've been able to do that over the last couple of years.
0: All right. And what would you say is one of your audience pet peeves?
2: Um oh, my audience pet peeves.
0: Um, As a whole,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs>
0: I'm if not, you have any you might not have any
2: i'm not sure the audience pet peeves, but i'll tell you mine and that's okay. when somebody dominates the mic like, <laughs> like running in an open mic and especially if especially if and, and listen i'm not like the i'm not trying to be a talent scout i'm i'm not even i don't feel like i'm the best i'm not the end all be all to critique people but if you're not good and you get on stage and you feel like, just because, you know, poetry and spoken word is like, it's kind of nice. Like, it's not like comedy, like where if you do bad, like people are going to boo you or, you know, not laugh and just make it yeah, like, true,
0: true. It's poetry, not like that, yeah.
2: poetry is really nice. You can get off in it and <laughs> people are going to make you feel good about the little poem that you read last week. But sometimes like that backfires, you make somebody feels good. And now they're up there <laughs> and they feel like the show is theirs now. I'm like, come on, bro. So,
3: it's <laughs> that's
2: funny. It's
0: my best <laughs> I like, uh, appreciate it. Appreciate wow. man. <laughs> um, And then real quick, um, if you could just, because I, I, again, you're an author as well, right? And um, yes. you wrote Poetry for the Hopefully. Is that the yes. correct title? Poetry for the Hopefully. Um, can you tell us quickly where... Uh, folks can find it. What was the inspiration behind it, um, and what what we can find in it? Just maybe a couple ideas of what uh, we can get can in get that. it.
2: You can get it through my website at i am justin uh, at uh, i am justinpatton dot com, um, where you can find it. On just go to my Instagram. Uh, under there's a link in my bio. You can just click the link and you can get my book from there. Um okay. and, and What was your other question?
0: Um, what's in it? and um inspiration behind it why you wrote it
2: um well the inspiration behind it was like i had written a lot of poems at the time uh, okay I always to be an author I always wanted to put out a book and all right then, you know i had like a lot of poems and i'm like i want to do something with these yeah uh, the girl i was dating at the time was like you're pretty good you should put them in a book i'm like you think they'd be that good she's like yeah you should you know at least try and see what happens and so, mm-hmm. uh, so I did just that. So um, okay, so gotcha. the, book is, um, the book is broken up into three parts. Um, the first part is irony for the hopefully, which is they're kind of like funny poems. And then okay. uh, mm-hmm. reality for the hopefully, which poems that mm-hmm. like touching on real issues. And then uh, mm-hmm. love for everyone. And it's pretty much mm-hmm. uh, love poems, not necessarily, uh, not necessarily all like romantic love. There's a little bit of that ro- romance love, but it's uh, some black love, some self love, and um, yeah, and like that. So, uh, but the but the main thing behind it is like I feel like uh, you know if if most people believe in you know God, or whatever you want to call him, most people call him the Creator, and if you feel like we're made in His image, then we're all creators to a certain extent. So I feel like. Mm. With that being said, a lot of people, you know, dull their own creativity. And so doing something like reading poetry a little bit each day Mm -hmm. will help people be creative in their own lives. So just like going in the gym, if you want to lift weights and not be sore every day, then you got to stay doing it consistently. If you want to be a runner, then you got to get out every day, do it a little bit, you'll be a better runner. So the same thing with like creative endeavors. I feel Mm -hmm. like you need to undertake something creative, whether it's Reading poetry or maybe writing something to help kind of jog your own creative muscles. And right. Yeah.
0: So that's the inspiration behind. It. That's what's up. That is what's up. Um. Again, those listening, please be sure to check out this content. Check out the book. Um. And are you still doing the lives now? The the hosting, the virtual on the virtual platform. Is that still happening now?
2: Um so it's going on now. I took a break from it, but my co-host who does it every other Thursday that I'm not doing is still doing it. Yeah. Uh, okay.
3: So you can see we'll still
2: happening? Like, okay. But um my live show in um, so. February. So I'm Okay. That
0: All right, that's what's up. Uh, we'll be locked in and looking out for that. So I want to go ahead and get into our final round of the game here. We uh, had the pleasure of checking out these earlier categories. Guess it in a minute, Uh, we had the Tongue Tangle Battle. I also had uh, the Listen, where I'm going to play a series of sounds. You need to be listening to what I'm reading, as well as the sounds. So it's gonna be a little bit more difficult. These sounds could be kind of distracting, or perhaps what I'm reading will be distracting. Either way, good luck. So here we go. I'm going to turn the uh, sound down a little bit more. This landmark book is a founding work in the literature of black protest. W.E.B. Du Bois played a key role in developing the strategy and program that dominated early 20th century black protests. In America. Okay. Your question is Whose name did I mention in this reading?
1: W.E.B. Du Bois.
0: Yep. This is going to be Who says it first? Okay. What was the, do you remember the last word that I said? Was it advanced? Together, America, or protest? Protest, America. America is correct. Ah. Did you? What sounds did you hear? Anybody? Bird. says the correct one first. There was no Birds. bird.
2: Water. Oh, no, I, just heard, I just heard you talk.
0: Rocks. Water. You got it. Water. Okay.
1: I heard some rocks
0: falling or some end? Okay. okay. <laughs> so you did get that first sound, the water when it's submerged. Yeah. Alright. Last question. At any point in my reading, did I use the word oppression? No. No, I did not. Mm-hmm. Correct. You got it, Justin. Alright. So Let's see here. I think we're going to end it right there and tally up the scores. Give me a moment. Okay, we do have a winner by um, two points. Justin coming in at 15 points. Congratulations, sir. You are the winner of this four trivia game here for episode number three. Very well done. It was a close game uh, in the beginning, uh, but you edged out here uh, towards the end. Congratulations. Well played. And as mentioned earlier, you're going to be featured in Spilled Ink inside of the Ink Magazine. That is going to be in January, so look out for that as well. Shout out to CompuFix Solutions. They'll be providing our consolation prize to Lynn Denise. She can redeem that. So just look out for the email um, and take advantage of any of their uh, IT services. Uh, So, yeah, once again, well played, guys. Congratulations. Very nicely done. There are a couple more things to do as we wrap up. One of those things is to add a line to this poem. I started a group poem where I've been getting a line from each of the guests that appear on the show to add a line to the poem. And the poem theme is collaboration. So, so far, I have... uh, I'll share it here, actually, with what I have so far. And then I would ask Lynn Denise to please add a line. So, these are the poets, and that's the line that they provided. It went the lines we make together will last forever collaborate to elevate collaborate to congratulate spread more love and not hate and that'll lead our people to heaven's gate it takes more than two le- uh, it takes more than two to leave these lines behind and now uh lynn you can add the next line to the rhyme if you want it to rhyme you don't have to obviously <laughs> you can start thinking of your line or maybe i don't know can you start thinking of your line already justin or is do you have to wait to see what she creates and then base your line off hers
2: yeah i was gonna base my line off
0: hers honestly <laughs> <laughs> all right can dig it put something together for us lynn i think she's on you on you yes
1: Can you hear us? I was actually typing, so I couldn't go back.
0: Okay. All right. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Put that magic on it. I know you will. The lines we make together will last forever. Collaborate to elevate, collaborate to congratulate. Spread more love and not hate, and that'll lead our people to heaven's gate. It takes more than two to leave these lines behind. It's like every time I read this poem that that that's been created so far, I always feel like adding something to it. Something always comes to me. Um, what is sad is at times people don't think it takes time. Let me see. You um, can you say it for me, Amen? Um,
1: <laughs> yes it, what it's supposed to say hold on I don't even know if I'm okay. un, am I unmuted?
0: yes you are unmuted I can hear you
1: okay. what it's supposed to say is if I read it together the lines we make together will last forever collaborate to elevate collaborate to congratulate. spread more love and not hate and that'll lead our people to heaven's gate it takes more than two to lead these lines behind what's sad is at times people don't think it takes time to shine but Mm. together we can shine
3: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: true indeed i shared something today that said the fastest way to get somewhere is slowly
1: had to take the well part out because it was say <laughs> well we will shine
0: we will shine okay um, yeah. yeah for real I've got, it, I've got it added here. Uh, let me share it in the chat. Eagle dressing. Ah, uh,
2: okay. Oh, I just added mine as well.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I'll put it together here.
2: Oh, even though I kind of made a typo, but I think you can see where I'm going with it.
0: Mm, Together, we are. We are divine or all divine, should I say,
2: or yes, oh. yes, together. We are all divine.
0: And are all God's children. Shining our light to inspire others to shine brighter. No doubt. So put on the light that you know the ear. All right. So I appreciate that guys. Thank you so much. Definitely building this group home. I want to see what that end vibe is like, you know, when you get all these souls coming together in in one piece like this. Um, Only here on the Podports Lounge. Now I had some, um, I had some requests because I I wanted to get your final thoughts on things. Um, If there's anything that we've talked about that you want to leave the listeners with, please um, share it and also, just let us know how we can uh, stay in touch uh, with you and, and your work. Uh, we can start with you, Lynn. Oh, uh, my final
1: thoughts. Oh, I was asking. Are, are we doing one more poem?
0: Oh, did you? Let's see. We, if, yeah, we might have time. We got about six minutes, so we can. I think we can squeeze it in. It depends. How long is it?
1: It's not long at all.
0: Okay. So hit us with it.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. It's called I Want My Flowers Now. Mm. (laughs) I want my flowers now, not on my wedding day, not on my birthday, not on my casket. As a matter of fact, why do I have to wait until I die or get my flowers? or give my life away to get my flowers. <sighs> I want my flowers now. Not because you thought of me. Not because I received a standing ovation. Not because I gave birth. I want daisies, not roses. Because they remind me yeah. of how deep words can cut like thorns. Tell me how I changed your life. In life, not death. I want my eulogy yeah. now so I can dress in my best. So you won't F around and put me in that outfit that I would never wear in life because I won't be able to rest. I want my flowers now.
3: Hmm.
0: Hey. Me too. I <laughs> want now. Yeah. So, Justin, you got uh, a short piece that we might be able to get in there? Um, uh, I don't know if I really
2: got a short piece. <laughs> oh, God, it might take us over time. So. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, I think we all want our flowers now, and we can smell
0: them. So I think we can. Uh, I think we can end it at that. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's a beautiful final thought. Um, let's all see what we can do. That's going to be the call to action. See what we can do to to, to get those that we care and love their flowers now. Um, yeah. So there was a a lot of dope lines. I can't even pull one line from you know the amount of art that was shared, but. Um, Just salute, and again, thank you to these amazing poets for blessing the space. Um, We love and support poets here, so thank you guys for doing what you do. The call to action, I would say, for today is also to check out the launch of our t-shirt collection because the creativity is flowing. You can check it out on Etsy and get some feedback on the style, the price, the design. Uh, you can DM your feedback, that's fine. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel and share the podcast when it drops. And of course, uh, support today's guests. Enough respect for the vibe. You can email the Pod Poets Lounge at gmail.com for everything. And you can come and play live Sunday, January 9th. Big up to our guests once more. The pleasure is evidenced by the smile on my face because I really did have an absolutely great time with y'all tonight. Please stay safe, stay positive, and take good care. Peace.